side of us. You could, you could kind of see the thing moving through the woods. Uh, all I can remember is flipping the light on, and I see this creature, and I knew, I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, and the whole night, this isn't a man. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards us, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and there was a big black thing. Squatch DTV, exploring the Bigfoot mystery each week with your hosts, veteran researcher, author, and TV personality, the Squatch Detective, Steve Culls, and from the Bigfoot Research Project of Kentucky, Chris Bennett. Sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around North America discussing the Bigfoot phenomena, but not without a few laughs, too. Here are your host, Stephen Chris. And good evening, cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, November 6th, 2022. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective, Steve Coles, along with my co-host right down there, Mr. Chris Bennett. Hello, Chris. Steve, good to see you, my friend. Hope you're well, feeling better am- this week. I'm doing much better, Good. much better indeed. All healed up, uh, well, not 100%, but getting there uh, where yeah. I'm pretty functional right now. So excited about that. It's and, pretty uh, bad when Steve Coles can't talk. <laughs> oh, I, believe me, I could talk. I just didn't want to talk without teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, needless to say, this is all doing very well and fine and uh, uh, healed up very well. No major major anything uh, Good. but i i will say this i dropped about seven or eight pounds oh yeah <laughs> in a week and a half i wasn't yeah. really eating very much and uh but uh last couple of days i've been on some pretty solid food and uh it's gonna be a horrible night at the uh cole's residence because tonight i had chili all right <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh but uh, good, it, good solid eating in there rather than the 
the yep. lime jello and the pudding and the crap. Yeah. So you know, oh, excited wow, uh, to, in already. Yeah, we have, we got a full house. Um, and uh, thank you for all coming in. And uh, we all, I missed you guys last week. Uh, I know I did my quick uh, uh, hello and uh, got out. Um, yeah, I was in a lot of pain last week, a lot of uncomfortability, getting used to things, still bleeding. I, I bled almost for a, you know, every morning I'd get up and there'd oh. still be some blood. Oh. And uh, yeah, I, I'd get up in the morning and I'd like a little line of blood on my. Uh, just under my lip. Of course, natural, all normal. That you know, you know, we'll see, you'll seep some blood every once in a while, and I'm here, <laughs> I'm living, and uh, we're all good. And yeah, yeah, um, that, that chili will heal you up, man. You get some of that good old chili powder in, you and some of that little bit of stuff, little yeah. bit of Frank's Red Hot in there, there too. You go. Little cheddar cheese. <laughs> and uh, crackers, which I broke to crumbs. Oh, man, there, there ain't nothing no better than a bowl, hot bowl of chili with a grilled cheese sandwich. I mean, that's, that's just a, one of my favorite things well, in the world. I don't know. Maybe I'll try grilled cheese next time. Oh, dude, um, ain't nothing no better. You know, it, it, it's very funny. Um, um, I I only had one complaint about the chili today. Mm. And I, I know Sherry's listening. And she's gonna, yeah. I, I probably can hear her. I'll probably hear her yelling through my headset. You know, stop complaining about putting ground turkey in it. It's, it's ground turkey. You make ground turkey. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. That's all I've had for several years now. Of course, you know, with the diet, okay, that's that's, that's yep. pretty much the deal. You don't get ground beef anymore. You get ground turkey. But you know, with the right seasons and stuff, you know, you can kind of fix it up to where. Yeah, you don't really, you don't really, man. But what it does is it misses that little bit of the beef flavor. Yeah. But because the fat, you know, leaks into the chili a little oh, bit. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, um, but, but, hey, it was still great. So, so let's, uh, let's get on to our roll call for the night. First in the house, turn the lights on to the, to the shack was uh, Joe from Western New York Bigfoot. Hey, Joe. And thank you again, Joe. A thousand thank yous for uh, subbing for me last week. Um, I didn't want to not give you guys a show. Um, <laughs> one of our new followers and in the chat for the first time, Keith Ross. Uh, he's from uh, British Keith? Columbia, Canada. Welcome aboard, sir. Glad to have you. Brian McMahon, hashtag clock change. Right. Yes, uh, we have a saying here in New York that... Uh, that uh, came out again the other night was uh, I saw I started seeing this circulating Thursday. Remember, folks, Sunday nights, you know, to change your clocks, and on Tuesday, change your governor. Anyway, uh, <laughs> not to get polluted. Um, yeah, well, I, I think we changed ours on Saturday because I woke up today and it was like you know hours hour behind everything, or hour ahead of everything. Yep. And, wow. <laughs> And we got B. Welcome back, B. I haven't seen you in a while. B, good to good see to you. Am and Chris. Hundred bottles of Snapple on the wall. <laughs> Grasshopper, welcome, welcome. Uncle Bones, hello, Mr. Three P. Former everything. Who already said fake. <laughs> um, we'll get into the, all that. It's gonna be yeah. good. Uh Angel Nolan, welcome. Paul Dagley and welcome. 
Uh, who else? I know I see more people. More people. I see, I see Former names. Joe Dryden. Hello, Joe. Welcome. Uh, the Bat Mom is in the house. Hello, Bat, Bat Mom. Mom. And um, Low Rider, of course. Uh, former everything. Hello, hello. Uh, Sandra Piper, welcome. Brian and Chewie go hiking. Good to see you again. Sandra. And uh, Nikki from Harry Man Hoaxes and Hoodwinks. I, I heard she had a real shitty show this tonight. Talking about poop. <laughs> um. Uh, who else? Jumping, I can't. Keep I, I know Leon is in the house. Don Fuller, Leon, Bigfoot Okanagan, Donald hey, Fuller. Hello, hello, hello. Diane Trick. Okay. Hello, I'm Diane. sure Jimmy is somewhere in the background. Uh, of course, the, the missus is in the house. I'm always being watched. Hi, Sherry. Uh, DM Zabo is in the house. DM Zabo. Little Kilroy also in the house. Hello, welcome, guys. Good to see you. And I'm still scrolling. You guys are awfully talkative tonight. Jen, hello, Jen. Lockbeard in the house yeah. as well. Um, and I think I got just about ah. Raptor crazy in the house. Hello, Raptor. Mark Godman, yeah. welcome, Nark. <clears throat> uh, Jay Fritz in the house. Uh, okay. Jay had that great story we had a couple of weeks ago. An encounter that was really a, a treat. Sharon, welcome. Uh, who else? Aaron Mullenkampf is in the house. Aaron, good to see you, sir. Flyby Stu is in the house. Hello, Flyby. Uh, okay. I think we've caught up. Daniel Weeks. Daniel Weeks. Daniel Weeks. Daniel. Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> and we appreciate each and every one of you guys. And guys we sure do. We, we sure you. do. <clears throat> so... We missed anybody. It's not because we don't love you. <laughs> That's right. It's because the eyes don't work as good as they used to. Um, anyway, um, a lot going on, Chris. Um, you know, as many know, um, you know, uh, if anybody hasn't ca caught the new Small Town Monsters episode on their YouTube channel with uh, Alex Petikoff, um, uh, when we did the Whitehall Sasquatch Festival, we did a little video shoot as well and that's on on youtube be sure to catch it um you know it's got me out there and of course you know there i am collecting a scat sample putting it into a dna dna tube with a little bit of uh wise acidness from yours truly uh you gotta watch it to catch it though so i'm not gonna give that away um you know what i'm talking about right <laughs> i might know a little bit and poor Mike, poor Mike was just standing there like, oh, got me again. And uh, I, I don't see Tack out there in the chat room, but that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But uh, so there I am in, uh, you know, getting my gloves on. There I am a little beforehand. Uh, can't even see the camo on the jacket and night mm -hmm. with the stern look, you know, like, what the hell? Um, of course. Uh, a couple of weeks ago was the Great Chautauqua Lake Bigfoot Expo. Got to spend a lot of great time with uh, Dr. Jeff and sauce, you know, caught up with Seth Breedlove for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul Matea, great Western New York Bigfoot uh, investigator. And believe it or not, I don't know if Joe said anything, but I actually got him to speak a little bit about his encounter with Rasta. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, got him up there. And hopefully that cool. helped him get a little more confident about talking about what he experienced, especially amongst, um, uh-oh, looks like Matt from Central Florida, Bigfoot, just snuck in the house. Hey, Matt. Good to see you, man. And, uh, you know, pass the popcorn, guys. Everybody pass your popcorn. Um, so, yeah, it's been a uh, really um, busy few weeks for me uh, between that. And then, you know, here I am, you know, in between all of this, I'm doing dental appointments to get ready for this. Okay. And, um, you know, obviously, I, uh, I uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the uh, 22nd was the Chautauqua Lake thing, and, and you know, here it is the 28th. I'm having my surgery done, yeah. So it, it just really gave me no time to um, <clears throat> finding the trackway, just snuck in too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so and then now we have the heat wave. Yeah, I don't know if you're getting a heat wave, Chris. Oh, it's been really nice here the last few days. It's been, you know, great. Short sleeve, uh, you know, weather. If you, you know, if you wore shorts, if I wore shorts, I, I could have worn them, but, you know, we don't. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, you wear shorts, people, nice you, and, people have to put sunglasses on because you're... Yeah, nice and pasty on the legs here. <laughs> Shh, nobody was supposed to know that he snuck in. Um... But yeah, um, so what you know what, what happened was I, I don't know why um, and I don't know if other people are getting this on their YouTube. It was awfully um, grainy, and uh, I'm just refreshing it to see if. Um, but if anybody out there in in the chat uh, thinks we're blurry or anything like that, please let me know. Uh, uh, Maybe just be the computer. And, um, yeah, it seems to have locked up. So, uh oh, <laughs> not not on, on this computer, on my other one. Okay. Um, but uh, and Jen said Chris is really quiet tonight. <laughs> um. Okay, it's fine there. All right. Uh, cool beans. Um, that <laughs> very true. Like volume low. I don't. Even, I don't know. Only the Bigfoot's blurry. Very true. Um, yep. Yeah, so tomorrow, the uh, tomorrow night, the weather's supposed to be back down to the thirties. So, but, uh, all right. So, on the twenty uh, sixth. Well, actually, it didn't drop, I believe, until the 27th. Um, a video dropped that was starting to make the round, the new video. Yeah. Um, and let's follow the... Um, it really started to pick up traction when this gentleman here on October 27th um, decided to uh, post this. Uh, video on Facebook saying right down the road, Silver Point, Tennessee, definitely not a, a little baby sass. Uh, thanks to the cool vid, Clay Shiner, and your buddy that got it. So, um, right away, we said, okay, we, the video didn't come from this guy. Right. But, um, 
He starts uh, posting it in some Bigfoot groups, joining Bigfoot groups. Uh, he actually created a YouTube page um, that day, I believe, or if not, it was the 28th. <clears throat> uh, which is really, you know, not uh, that uh, important, really, in the scheme of things. Um, so we tracked down Clay Shiner to his YouTube page, which also had the video. And we have a, a channel by the name is That Is Impossible, um, asking to use the video. And the guy says, oh, yeah, you, have, you may use this, you know, on your page. Just give me the credit, which is kind of confusing because he said, my friend was walking around with his kid and just saw this. He quickly filmed what he could and sent it to me and it, to be brightened up. Other than that, you saw what he saw, LOL, what's LOL. Um, kind of makes no sense. There's no story here. Um, so um, you turn around. What's that, Chris? I was kind of wondering about that, too. Yeah. What's that? His buddy's video, and he's got it on his channel. Yeah. He goes ahead and gets permission to give him credit. So it's on at least two YouTube channels. We yeah. have this on Jason Smith's channel. Now we have this on Clay Shiner's channel. And as far as I know, the, uh, the person who took this video doesn't have a channel. But he did post uh, this when he posted this. Bigfoot filmed in Baxter, Tennessee, near Silver Point, October 25th, 2022. Which is kind of interesting because... You know, the quickness of everything being put up, I just find it a little bit weird. Um, you know, it goes through, you know, this other guy. Um, but anyway, he puts the name Daniel Whitehead, my friend, property owner, in broad daylight just inside the tree line. Um, you know, and, uh, there's really no more description of this, which is always. A, uh, an issue, obviously. So, um, where was this filmed? Well, as you know, um, I have my ways, and we know that the alleged film location occurred here. Um, you know, uh, right somewhere, perhaps on this property in here. Not entirely sure, but uh, maybe on this piece of property, just inside the tree line. So maybe here, maybe over here, um, whatever the case. So, uh, you know, let's take a look at the video these people who have not seen it yet. So pop that on. Hey, just, do you see that? Do you see that? I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. How did you see that? Now, what I've done is I hear I have zoomed it. And sharpen some view of what's going on. You're very long on, you see. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
which really was the selling point to a lot of people. Again, um, let's not be, you know, let's not be fly-by-nighters. You know, let's not just argue the, the video. You know, well, I see this, I see that. This is why this is real. Listen, we don't have a story here. Right. We have a date it was shot. We have, you know, allegedly where it was shot. Only, you know, we didn't have the exact location. Only through me that we did. Right. Or allegedly the exact location. Um, we have no story. We have the proverbial 28-second video where we starts and there it is. And it's already there. Yeah. You know, center frame. And then, you know, of course, all of a sudden, the, the, the pans back to, like, uh, it looks like a side-by-side -side of some sort or a doom buggy of some sort. And then back, but then the video ends. And what so, I didn't like about it, the, the max resolution available on the video was 480p. You know, yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Why is this being filmed on, like, a kitty camcorder? Yeah. Uh, one of those little jazzy camcorders. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's some issues. There's some definite issues. Um, but I liked how you located uh, the property where it's supposed to be at, anyway, according to what their claim is. <laughs> and, you know, in, in fairness, I looked at um, uh, Jason Smith's page yeah and boy a lot of people were, were just nailing about it you know the bigfoot non-believers you know of course are saying yeah right oh look the bigfoot's glory was a surprise but then you have other people that are making up very valid points why all of a sudden why the video cut off right. you know you're sitting there committed to videotaping it why did it cut off yeah how many hoaxes have we seen where that happens yeah you know uh, i have asked uh, Mr. Whitehead to come on the show, but he has yet to read that message because I thought it would be really cool to get him on the camera and, and talk to him about it and uh, see if there's some better explanations. Yeah. But I'm seeing all the trademarks of, you know, your typical hoax. There's very vague preliminary information. You know, what time of day was it? Right. Where did it go when they were done? No follow-up video. Nothing. Right. You know, no before video, no after video, and anything that could support your claim. But yet, between Jason Smith and this other guy, they're just throwing it out all over the place. Yeah, it's kind of the, 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 there's no really story other than just a little vague snippet of a story. This is my buddy's video he made. Okay, well, have a little so, info from your buddy. Why was he shooting video out there? You know, what were they yeah. doing? Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, what were they doing out there? Um, you know, and... And uh, when the camera moved over to, I, I suppose it was a kid or a young person. Chris, are you hearing that? Every now and then I'm hearing a, uh, it sounds like a jet engine spooling up and then spooling down. But That's my fan, but but you are, you are hearing that, correct? When I blow into the mic? No, I'm not hearing it. I can hear you speak, but your volume may be just a little low. Nah, something's not right. 
I think they've updated uh, StreamYard or something and done some stuff. I don't know. I think my mic is a little different than what it was, too. How about now? Can you hear me okay? Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy, that, that's, a, that's a big difference. That's blowing me out, though. Check one, two, check one, two, check, check, check one, two, check one, two. There we go. Maybe be okay. Yeah, you back up from it a little bit. I think that'll be good. Because you were just a little weak before. Check one, two, check one, two. It's much better. Okay, how about that? That's good. Good. Yeah, uh, apparently, for some reason, it was set on Yeti Mike. But, um, it was set on Yeti Mike, but it was the wrong Yeti Mike. I got like three of them, so I have no idea. So, okay, good deal. All right, cool. And I apologize for that. Uh, again, we, you know, I'm hearing myself in this mic, but um, I don't know. Weird. Oh, that mom is killing me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Uh, little technical difficulties. Yeah. Um, that's pretty weird because, um, you know, actually what I, that's the reason why it was actually the computer mic that was on, not the, Oh. and when I jacked it up, Okay. that's why you hear the jet engine because it's picking ah, up the, the, the background. The computer, right, right, yeah, right. Okay, right, right. got you. Well, that sucks, man. I, I don't like not having good audio for a show, which kind of sucks. But um, very good. Well, I can't right. you before. You just got a little bit lower there, you know, right before. Yeah, you yeah. Well, because the fan is churning in the background. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Oh. Don't hear it now. It's good. <laughs> Don said he thought I was on the flight, flight deck of the Nimitz looking for Tic Tacs. <laughs> okay so now that we have the sound issue resolved after doing the first half hour of the show and the whole summation that we're getting into so my question is to the folks i'm gonna play this one more time for everybody um does hey just do you see that do you see that I'm afraid. I'm not buying the uh, the conversation oh at all. Oh my god! Not buying the conversation at all. Oh yeah. Finally, you see that? And of course the. Uh, Zoom in now. Just watch very carefully, folks. Do you see what I see? <laughs> don't see what I don't see. <laughs> yeah. What what I don't see is a story. Um, yep. Um. And, you know, here we, we're getting the, uh, you know, uh, fakey fake fake <laughs> Even Rick Dyer try, says try harder. 
I see photo Photoshop. Hey, Steve, welcome, Curious Cryptid Steve. Uh, Give me an H, give me an O, give me an A, give me an X. Diane says, uh, phony script. Uh, The missus says, definitely fake, but uh, that's no fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Lee is facing almost due east or due west. Yep. Um, Tim Halloran. Hey, Tim, good to see you. If Halla sounds too calm. Tim Halloran says, looks like a porcupine. That's right. A porcupine. So I I think on the porcupine scale, we may give this like one and a half. It may get a rating on the porcupine scale. Now, people are asking me, why do I have some basis of my... um, of my uh, summation here, uh, you know, how can you say that without evidence that this is a hoax or this is fake? Can we do that, Chris? Can we actually call something a hoax without some digging? Well, I think we probably need to do a little digging uh, before we write it all off. You know? I think so too. Um, you know, the fact is, is that we have no story, um, not an indicator of being fake necessarily, but or a, 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 I should say, it's an indicator of being a fake yeah, it's a red video. Flag. If there's, it's a red flag, <laughs> huge red flag. Um, a very vague story at that. Um, psychologically, again, he's with his child or with his son. And you're not worried about protecting your son or getting the hell out of there because here is this beast in front of you that you never seen before, never know. You don't know what it's going to do. So your reaction is to, oh, let's stand here and film it for 30 seconds and go, oh, my God, look at that. Oh, my God. That's another red flag. (laughs) Another red flag, but it's still not proof. Still not proof. We need the proof. Calls, don't you always talk about having the proof? Well, yes, I do. I always talk about proof. So let's look at some proof. So, want everybody to watch very carefully. Now we've slowed it up. Whoop! What happened there? Now you see it, now you don't. Where's the rest of the leg? So now it's behind a tree. Another branch, I should say. Evidence of cloaking. Oh, well, how is half the face in front of the branch and not the other half? I don't know. And I'll tell you why. Because the branch... I'll explain when the video is done. Okay, so let me explain it to you. The branch is at kind of an angle like this, backwards. Mm-hmm. So when the layering, the vector layer is done, when you add 
this. <clears throat> which I'm assuming is a real video of perhaps an orangutan, maybe colorized, maybe changed the to black. But when it crosses, because it's a flat image, mm. right? It's a flat image, and it goes behind this image. This is laying exactly backwards towards the the video, the camera. Yeah, that's why you see, because it only can do this. It's walk, walk. It's working in a two dimension. Yeah. <clears throat> So this is my contrast enhanced. And there it is. Clearly, Whoa. you can see the branch even disappears in the par portion of the tree for a split second uh, as it moves over. Um, you'll see some, you know, but then that branch, because it bends backwards, when the head moves over, only a part of the head goes behind the tree. And the remaining upper half of the head goes above the tree right there. Huh. So that. Well, I could see this as uh, evidence of CGI. But I'm still on the fence that it could just be a really grainy, crappy video. <laughs> yeah, it, but. You know, you can't make a leg disappear, even in a uh, grainy video. Yeah, that's uh, the leg uh, disappearing bothers me. Uh, that yeah. that wouldn't explain uh, the crappy video, right. you know. And 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 the other thing is to you know sample some other vectors of the video. Right. As the camera moves, other tree limbs aren't disappearing. Mm. Other portions of the video are not disappearing. Right. Only where this subject is our portions of the video disappearing and as you know we looked in the texas bigfoot running video we yeah. could see where exactly the same thing as they tried to vector it behind foliage a portion of it disappeared and yeah. then or magically reappeared so and it, what it has to do and uh a commenter on one of the posts uh said sadly the frame rate on Bigfoot and his ability to be flat in an image with depth is indicative of CGI. And that's exactly what I talked about just now was that, that, that by being backwards like that, because it's flat, right. You know, and they're trying to, and, and what it is, it's just a CGI image producer. Um, You know, it's probably, you hit a button and it kind of tries, you try to put it at a certain depth. Yeah. But because of those certain items, if all the scenery was two dimensional and flat and not, you know, a three dimensional angle, it would have. Uh, um, it, it would have been more smooth, but yeah, when um, parts of the creature start disappearing and reappearing, you know, you got to suspect yep. something's going on there. Some some kind of handiwork somewhere. You know, and that may be where people got the uh, the idea for cloaking Bigfoot. You know, they see a bad CGI uh, attempt, and they say, "Oh, wow, that just means he's cloaking," <laughs> to explain away the disappearing sections. 
Yeah, you know, it could be a neighbor wearing a hoodie, but I, 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 uh, his neighbor Leroy. Yeah, I'm gonna get, in the, I'm gonna get in the hoodie. You can take a picture of me and let me go out there and all that here. Um, but there's no doubt to me what we're looking at is a video of an orangutan that has been superimposed and in, in, in colorized, uh, to be darker. Um, that's just my my guess on how it was put together. To me, there is no doubt that this is CGI. I've seen enough of this in my day. Um, I see this on, you know, a, a lot of people don't know. I, I look at a lot of UFO videos as well. But I wait for the, you know, the experts in that field to debunk those and say, okay, here we go. And to me, it just did not have, I mean, I'm watching this. I'm going, that's CGI. That's how my, my eyes pick that stuff out you know, in an instant. And there's better CGI programs than that. And I think part of the issue here is the reason why it's only in, what was it, 480? 480, yeah. 480 pixels was because the editor they were using or the programming they were using, this is not a high-end type of program they're using. So they used a low-resolution video or... It was a higher resolution video because of the processor that they put it into the best they could get out of that video was 480. So I'm wondering if perhaps this was an app that they used to make this video. Well, I didn't so see let's consider that. Yeah. I didn't say a watermarker on there or anything, but now that could have been clipped out too. You know, <laughs> it's a, uh... and that's my thought. This was, this was taken with a, a phone and it went through an app and the app produced that video. And that's the reason why the frame rate, the pixel rate, all of that was, um, uh, doesn't match. Yeah. Dan Week says it certainly doesn't hold the candle to Todd standings footage. Yeah. I agree. No. I agree. I uh, agree. Todd standing fakes were a much, lot better than, much than, better than this guy. Um, uh, Grasshopper said there are no candles. So, um, well, you know, when I first looked at this, the first thing I wanted to look at was the resolution because I always like to look at everything at the highest definition that you could get, you know, right, just right out of the box. And when I first saw it was in 480p, something said to me, oh, red flag, red flag, something. And that that is so indicative of an app. And that just came to me as we're talking about it. You know, it's like, I I know what it's an app. They use, they used a a phone video in an app and they probably had, it probably had parameters where they had to cut the video and crop it put it in there and put their little figure in there. Yeah. I'm just, I'm um, just on the fence. I, I really don't know what to think about. You make, you make a really grasshopper made a comedy wants us to read. Ah, there we go. Camera soft to make sense of change hitting CCD low res pixel boxes blank out the memory of us. That spot. There you go. Yeah. Makes there you sense. go. And that's exactly what it did. Well, I'm I'm still on the fence. Uh, it could be just a really crappy, grainy video of somebody playing around with a, uh, a Sasquatch costume, 
you know, with I mean the good one's got the long extensions for the arms and stuff, you know. Or it could be CGI manipulated. And if yeah. it was gonna be a good CGI video, I mean I would think if they were gonna do it right that it would have been better than four eighty uh, resolution. But uh Okay, anyway. so Uh, listen to the stories on how to hunt. No way they would stand around and take pictures and videos. Both terrified. Well, how to hunt is just a lot of stories sometimes, unfortunately. You know, there's, there's a, a you know, how, how should I say? There's a lot of um, potatoes, but no meat. <laughs> well, that's Always something that we could, we could talk about, Steve. Is not yeah. exactly the video itself. But or uh, media, media Palace. Hey, welcome, Media Palace. Good to see you. From what I saw on Facebook, it was a Halloween. Good director. point. I Good I point. hope I hope it is. And you know, it's very coincidental. It got popped out there on Halloween. Um, very well could be. Um, yeah, usually around Halloween, you get the YouTube video video YouTube videos about the with the guys that got the gorilla suit for Halloween party, and then they're out making a a, a Bigfoot fake video. You know. Any anything comes in around Halloween is suspect. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, if if they're admitting now that on Facebook it was a Halloween decoration, and I agree, uh, you know, the timing of that—I um, didn't even bring that up—but the timing of that, you know, coming out around Halloween, a Bigfoot, ha ha ha, you know, uh, yeah. you know, we we've seen that happen. Uh, you know, in Canada, you know, the uh, they, they were saying that Jacko, uh, because it came out right around the 1st of April, yeah. uh, was was nothing but an April Fool's joke. But, yeah, uh, you know, because there's no, um, uh, there is no uh, uh, meat uh, or no evidence for Jacko other than the story. Yeah, no physical um, but, evidence for But Jacko really, the, the expert on that would be Tom Steenberg. He really has done yeah. a lot of. But uh, some of the descriptions in the story, I mean, uh, uh, add weight. Uh, the way he broke the stick by wrenching it, uh, you know, that, that added weight. Uh, yeah, exactly. How, how they could exactly. have just popped that off the top of their head. You know, maybe they were lucky. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Steve says, sadly, my brother-in-law set his phone camera to the low, lowest possible quality images. This means his kids first are blob kids with blob toys. <laughs> Very true. And you know why it is entirely possible that, that maybe it is not CGI. I, you know, I've seen, you know, the Texas there, that is one difference. The Texas video was not a 420 pixel or 480 pixel video. It was a 1080 video that had pieces of it missing. So there should be really no reason why it was doing that. Um, Don Fuller says, do you have a video breaking down standings Bigfoot running up the side of a hill? People still think that's legit. New. No, I, I really, you know, there's not much you can uh, just look at it. I mean, look at the story behind it. What, what story is it? You know, it's amazing how a person like Todd Standing, who's a great storyteller, when he comes out with these videos, has no story. Yeah. You know, he's got stories for everything else, but he's got no story about, well, you know, how about Blinky? What's the story behind that? Yeah. 
what's the story behind the, you know, ask Todd, what, what's the story behind that? You know, you don't come up with some story, but ask him a year and a half later, he'll probably come up with another story. Um, I do have some sources that state that the person running up the hill was a, uh, was a um, Edmonton, Alberta firefighter in a costume, basically. That Todd had hired to do that, but I don't know. That's coming from, uh, you know, confidential sources, but yeah. they haven't been double checked. So I can't say that with any veracity. That's, uh... You know, um, Jeff, how you doing? Uh, says that the technical effort is crap, but the dialogue is such an unnatural reaction. It's almost worse than the imagery. Agreed. Um, it's like, hey, look at that. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I can't help but feel that uh, the guy making the video should have been shaking a little bit more than he was. Uh, I mean, even if you're out in the woods and you come across one of these creatures in reality, you're going to be shaking. You know, I don't think there's anybody that can say they were like just fine during an encounter. You're going to you're going to feel something that's not normal that you you're not going to be going. Oh, my God, look at that. <laughs> Do you see that? Please. Yeah. that. No. Diane says maybe he uses flip phone flip phone to record it. Yeah. Very possible. Well, uh, I don't think that's very possible. Um the person who allegedly filmed this is a business owner. And he takes a lot of nice pictures on his flip phone of the stuff that, you know, he's building. Yeah. And the stuff he's working on. I don't know how you can get these nice, beautiful resolution pictures. But you take a shitty 480 pixel video. Yeah. Well, I, I got experience. If you're going to take a crappy picture like that, you're going to be, or a video, you're going to be using something like a jazzy camcorner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I ran into a couple in my day and um, yeah. I had a, a camera one. in my pocket. Yeah. And it was night, but I, I, I didn't even think of that really. And if I did, I said, I'll never get it out in time to really get a picture of it. Because it's going to take off the minute I move. And it did. <clears throat> oh, yeah, man. I started out with that jazzy camcorder that fit in my pocket. And I thought, man, this is it. I am going to change the world. And, uh, you know, boy, that, that didn't change much. <laughs> no, you know, that's the funny thing. It, it, we all we all think when we first get into this, we're going to change the yeah. name of the yeah. game. You know, and we've seen it, you know, and over the years, I've seen people run out with handheld camcorders, then handheld night vision camcorders, which only yeah. shoot 10 feet in front of you, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, um, well, I would like to talk about the behavior that was displayed in that video. And I, I don't think it would be, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't jive with the reports of Bigfoot behavior and sightings because uh, I don't think they would have just stuck around when it obviously knew the guy was looking at it. You know, yeah. I think it would have been gone. Yep. Either that or it would stayed. Uh, I believe it would have stayed beside the tree and not moved an inch. And uh, I think if you play the waiting game with them. I think you're going to lose because they can stand there longer than you can watch and trying to look for movement. 
but it just didn't seem like it was really cared if it saw it, if he saw it or not. It just kind of sauntered over to one side. Yeah, the, the 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 actions of it were very unnatural. Slow, yeah, and it reaches out to show the length of the arm. Okay, well, yeah, that, that's that's very. It's two things. That's one. That's movement like an orangutan would make <laughs> when they're moving yep. because they yep. they typically move slow and to the side. They'll reach their arm out and grab a limb or a branch, whatever. Uh, but that's interesting. You know, it's you got me. I, I'm yep. I'm kind of leaning towards that CGI thing. <laughs> yeah, it just uh, and and like I said, the woman who. Uh, made that that impression is she saw the same thing i did with the the branch in the head why is right. only the head right like okay so yes now you may be able to explain the, the 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 pixel disappearing you know for that but that was for a significant amount of time and not only did it make the creature leg disappear it made the branch in the tree disappear but yeah. it preserved the background of what it was behind as well yeah but you can't explain the head moving through the branch. Right. You can't explain yeah. that. That's why I'm thinking CGI, and I think it's a phone app. I really do. That's why the quality of it's so low. Because, you know what? They probably didn't want to pay the pro version to get your, you know, 720 pixel, <laughs> you know, your 720 uh, video. Yeah. Well... I think there was a lot of behaviors that were off. The cameraman's behavior was off. The subject being filmed, I think that behavior was off. Yeah, the the people was off. The behavior of the creature was off. The the story was you know non-existent and vague story. Um, you know, and uh, Raptor Crazy said Todd standing video is where the guy running upside the hill had boots on. A lot of people pointed that out when the video came out you know what truthfully i really didn't look at that video all that much because of his reputation preceding it like you know what another one you know like you, you get so tired you know like linda newton perry you get so tired of calling out their crap you know cat hansen linda newton perry todd standing you know dire to some extent uh, not lately, uh, but they just you just have this constant crap. You got uh, I, I ain't got time to worry about that. It's just another fake. You know, I want I want to find what's I've real. Some of standing stuff. I've not even I've not paid. I, I will not pay to see his his video production uh, that he had on his website at the time. Hmm. I would not pay to see that. Uh, but I have seen some of his stuff that he put together, and it's it's not that impressive. I mean. Well, uh, I'm not sure if he got attention. Um, all the you maybe on Facebook, but all the YouTube channels, uh, not as big as you think. No, there's not that. I think Jason things. Miller had like 1,400 hits on the video. Uh, yeah. The other guy, um, what was his name? Klein. Um, uh, don't remember how many it was, Steve. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Sh uh, Clay Shiner. Yeah, Clay's. Clay Shiner. Um, he didn't have that many hits on it. Maybe another fourteen or fifteen hundred. It's not like it went super viral, uh, right. at least not on YouTube. 
And none of them, uh, by the way, have enough subscribers to monetize yeah. the amount of attention yeah. either. Um, so, so you know, hey, that's a green flag right there. That that one, that's a green flag. Uh, there's, yep. there's no way they're they're making money off this. So, uh, you know, but when you you put the amount of green flags up against the amount of red flags, you know, we have a clear winner here. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, well, oh well. Yeah, and Actually, uh, I think it would have been made a better video if he, when he turned to the other person, which presumably is a kid or a young adult, when he yeah. turned to the other person, if he would have said at that moment, "Hide the garlic," then I think that would have made a much better video. Yeah. Uh. I don't think he was using that as a uh, a thing. I think uh, what he was kind of saying is about the whole attention thing. Uh, yeah, Stanley has always been in it for attention. That's why he, yeah. you know, he he tries to petition the Canadian government. Um, yeah, you know, it's why he tried to petition the Canadian government not to prove that Sasquatch was real or get protection from yeah. from them. Like he espoused that to the community. But he was suing the Canadian government because they were violating his Canadian civil rights yeah. by not acknowledging the Sasquatch exists. Right. So that means if I believe Santa Claus exists and the Canadian government doesn't, or any government for that matter, does not view that as being real, yeah. then I my my rights are being uh, violated. You know, that makes no sense. So oh, that's Steve. why... Steve put yeah. up one here I'd like to address there, Steve. Yeah. Uh, says, uh, Steve, a curious cryptid, Steve said, interesting, why would you use subscriber numbers as an indication of credibility? Not not doing that at all, Steve. Uh, what that yeah. was an indication of was the channel The channel is not monetized. So that means uh, that the guy who put that video up was not looking to make money with this video. So that, that's all that says. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. say anything about credibility other, yeah, other than exactly. yeah. You know, the guy's not monetized on the channel. Right. Um, yeah. Todd Standing definitely is monetized. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Living in his mom's basement. Um, yeah, uh, ban everything who is someone who has been terrorized by UFOs and paranormal events. I despise fakers and hoaxers. Hoaxes. I agree. Yep. <laughs> Jim Jones had a lot of followers, too. Did. Not as many now, I think. Oh, that's bad. Have. I'm sorry. I, I take that back. I take that back. Retracted. Too oh, soon? That was bad. Too soon? Oh, no. I should not say um, mean things. Um... What's up? He was asking about standing, not the, not the no-name hoaxer. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that... The the reason... Well, standing, uh, you know, uh, his credibility would be in question because he posts his content to make money on completely. You know? yep. Like this Bigfoot video he's putting up, well, it's monetized. 
But well, the other guy, the the new guy that you know is not monetized, it seemed like he would not have that same motivation as somebody else would. To me, the motivation would be uh, a prank. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a prank. When somebody sets yeah. this something up, there there's one of three things going on. Either one, you're trying to make money. Yeah. Two, you're trying to kick off a prank and get your kicks. Or three, you're trying to achieve status yeah. as an expert or an authority. You know, in each case, Todd Standing, well, that's for money. We all know that. He's been doing it for years. He came out in 2004, 2005. I know his complete history. I was there before Standing was even a name. Right? Two is the 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 joke we've seen a lot of those uh they're made to look like make people look like idiots and start finger pointing ah look at those dumb squatchers yeah. you know they're they're falling for this they're saying oh my god look how real right. oh see we got them that's what they're doing um and, and lastly is to gain status remember uh, the Nobby Lives Thomas Byers affair where he had this yeah. pathetic looking video of that. And he was a paranormal guy for a while. And then, you know, he puts this video out of Bigfoot, like kind of like waves almost as it walks across the street, <laughs> obviously costume. And it's just blurred enough to kind of make it a little hard to see. Nobody fell for it. But the whole thing was, is that he said his Nobby Lives uh, video up the day before the video was taken, which is a, Incredible coincidence. He had a plan. He had a plan. And yeah. uh, somebody asked if the uh, the last face of Bigfoot, the one that's like this. Uh, yes, it's his father. You know, if anybody hasn't seen that on my channel, take a look at, you know, uh, one of my, uh, the second Todd Standing video. And that came from, uh, I knew where to find a picture of his father. And uh, we compared the little eye moles that he has on the sides of his eyes with that in the hairline and all of that so yes it's very clear that 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 was his father and uh that also well, came from the same source that told us about the Edmonton yeah. firefighter well because you know when you do a, a hoax of that nature you're not expecting the public to ever have access to that secret background information you know of who the model might have been been that uh yeah. that was made up you know Yep, and and you know, uh, funny thing is hoaxing a Bigfoot prank, and they likely get a whiff of what the Bigfoot circus is really about. But there are people that are vicious out there against hoaxers. Um, you know, even if it's a joke like this, like I showed the location where it was possibly filmed. At least that's what they're claiming it was filmed at. Right. But I didn't include any of the, the the street labels on or anything like that because I don't want to no. certainly dox the guy. No, you know. Um, I'm not even saying what town that was in because it's not in the town that they listed. Um, yeah, I don't think an aerial view is going to uh, pinpoint the location either. No, no. So, it's good to see the uh, uh, the proposed uh, or the claimed film area. To know, yeah. Well, yeah. Were there a lot of trees there or any waterways? Oh, it definitely is. Uh-oh, it cut off, Steve. Yeah, I can't hear your word, buddy. It's muted or something. There we go. We got it back. There you go. Yeah. 
you know, I, I love my Yeti mic, but as you saw in yours, where there's kind of a short in the, uh, yeah, if you right. wiggle the thing, yeah. This is a brand new mic. Same thing. It must be a thing with them. Yeah. Be. So I'm not really a big fan of the Yeti anymore. <laughs> you know, if you have it on the swivel, you touch it in the wrong place, it shorts out. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very careful as to where, and I just happened to grab it at the wrong angle and touch the wire. And it's not even the wire. I think it's the jack. But is what it is. Um, I think it was a it was a good video to watch. You know, it's something new to look at and talk about. And, well, uh, the other the other thing too is we we all have to remember that, um, you know, this is what we do as a. Um, and you know, a, a researcher with integrity, yeah. and uh, that's what we do is we investigate claims, and that's you know, um, um, we invest the you know, our job is to take these on a case by case basis and you know, put um, you know, up. <laughs> Yeah, Nikki said she had a flags, you know. <laughs> yeah. Watch for red flags because you know what the amazing thing is is that you know um you know in my occupation you know people think I'm a magician. <laughs> like I'll see somebody walk in a store and go they're going to steal. And I'm like how do you know? Well after a while not only you get, you know, it's easy to say you get a feeling for these things. And in writing my my new book that I'm writing, mm -hmm. which hopefully will be out by the spring of next year, um, it's called, it's going to be something to do with psychology and Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I realized, you know, while I'm working one day is that, you know, I, I, I do a lot. I, I'm a, I'm a, um, a real bulldog of an investigator. Uh, no, that mom says Sherlock Holmes, not quite, but what it is, is just a lot of experience watching a person's facial tics, watching their body language. When a person walks into a certain area and they're tense, yeah. when they're just shopping, yeah. there's a problem. And uh, that's why when they come in, you know, I can almost automatically say, oh, oh, here we go. Because, yeah. you know, especially when they come in in groups, because they're not smiling, they're not socializing, they're being very quiet, and they're like yeah. very straight-faced. <laughs> they got an agenda, huh? But you see the tightness in the body, you see the tightness in the walk, you see the pursed lips, you see the, you know, and it's just so automatic. It's like, boom, there it is. Yeah. And that's not being a magician, that's just, you know, capturing and, and arresting over 3,000, almost 3,000 people in the course of your yeah. career of seeing that. And then, you know, how do I know when people are telling me the truth and lies and all that other stuff? Well, it's interviewing those same 3,000 people, right? you know, you know, giving them a line of question that a lot of times, you know, the freaking answers to, yeah. you know, um, it's the same thing with with this. You do it enough times. 
you see a video come out, you hear the stories, you see, and you see the same patterns time after time after time. Yeah. <clears throat> but people don't want to. Uh, and again, our audience, I'm preaching to the choir here. <laughs> you know, if anything, our audience is three things. Our audience is intelligent. Yeah. Our audience has common sense. And our audience can think outside the box. So they don't look at everything just two-dimensional. The people right. that see a Bigfoot video come out and want to have an opinion that it's real or it's fake, you know, just on the merit of looking at it for five seconds or 10 seconds. Right. Well, they're not researchers. They're not investigators. They're people flybys and they're entitled to their opinion. Don't get me wrong. But where are you going to weight that opinion? Yeah. I like looking looking at the new videos because you never know. I mean, uh, one might pop up that's going to be, you know, hey, <laughs> this looks good, you know, and that's all I can say about them. I either like them or I don't. And uh, <laughs> but when you get into the details and they start you start adding up red flags and green flags, you know. 99.9% yep. of them have too many red flags Absolutely. to be acceptable. Absolutely. When I first, I, I met Jeff Meldrum uh, back in 2011 and, uh, you know, for the first time. And I'll tell you what, he's been really uh, a great person to listen to. Yeah. Um, and you hear him explain a lot of things that people will say, oh, we're not real or fake, like the Skookum cast. Right. And I asked him, the first time I met him, I asked him about the Skookum, Skookum cast. Um, and, and his first words out of his mouth is, well, the devil is really in the details. And that's stayed with me since 2011. The right. devil is in the details. If there are no details on this video, guess what? It is a detail in of itself. Right. So, you know, you, you can't, you can't serve a pie up without the ingredients. Right. You know, which is the reason why I think, you know, the Patterson Gimlin film has stood up because there is a big, elaborate, long story to all of it. Yeah. And yes, there are people that will say there are some things, but the story has been retold and retold and retold. And that that happens. Um, and the interesting thing is, is, is there, there, Steve is saying the Skookum Elk Buck cast, but the devil's in the details. When an elk lays down and it gets up, what's the first thing it does? I don't know. We don't have any elk around here. How about a deer? What's the first thing a deer does when it's laying after it lays down? Well, it's true about the relieving themselves. Yeah, they relieve themselves. Yeah. So there was no elk droppings, and that's what led them to believe that what they're looking at. And there, there were some elements in it that he very arduously explained that that yeah. just simply were not elk. So. Well, some of the stuff, you know, even the. Supposedly, the, the 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 greatest video that was ever made was the Patterson Gimlin film by by many accounts. But uh, you know, I, there's things I like about that. There's things I don't like about that. 
you know, but just who knows? We weren't there. <laughs> yeah, finding the trackway. It says Kentucky has elk. Yeah, I, I, we do, but but not here locally though. Uh, I've been uh, well to give it up on the hunting anyway. So. I I do not think that it would pass the smell test if it was indeed an elk if there wasn't some elements because you had the people that examined it were dr jeff meldrum dr esteban sarmiento dr darius swindler and dr leroy fish you know dr leroy is no longer with us So, I don't know. They, they, you know, there are things in that that anatomically, in you know, Meldrum's specialty is you know an, anatomy. Right. Um, there are items in that that just defy it, and I'm sure, I'm sure Doctor uh, Henner Farenbach had his look at it, and I think uh, Doctor Kranz was alive and had a look at it as well at the time, but I, don't quote me on that. I, uh, I don't know what to make of it. You know, I, I've tried to follow along with that and look through the explanations and the details. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say I like it and I wouldn't say I would, I didn't, I wouldn't, you know, I didn't, but I'm on the fence about that. I've not seen a lot of videos that I really like. Even the ones uh, that I felt favorable of, you know, terrible, grainy, uh, poor resolution. And that was the problem with the Freeman footage. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, oh, God, if Freeman had a, a 4K camera with him that day, I mean, oh, that. <laughs> yeah. That would have made a big difference. Uh, Patterson Gimlin, too, you know. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm, I'm, I often wonder, you know, and, and a lot of people think that the Freeman footage is fake. You know, um, I, I would like to, uh, I, I would really like to, uh, well, uh, Michael Freeman, his son, uh, just finished a book about his father. Right. So I'm hoping that maybe we'll get him on the show at some point because I'd like to really like, yeah, read I the book like and, and, and get the, uh, spin on uh on what what he thinks and you know of course i think he's going to be you know for his father being real but his father was not perfect yeah so um well i I would like to i would be interested in reading uh mike freeman's book because uh, there's some questions that i had that have not been answered about that footage and uh hopefully he'll cover them in his book hopefully if not, if he'll come on the show to promote his book, maybe I can ask him directly. You know, that, that would be good too. But uh, I'll buy your book anyway, Mike. Don't worry. <laughs> so they were shooting a TV show during the Skookum cast, so it made for good content. Well, absolutely, it did. But you know, Roger Patterson, on the other hand, was out trying to film a Bigfoot, and he filmed one too. Yeah. So that's in of itself is not 
an indicator of necessarily a hoax. Otherwise, we would have to point that out about the Patterson-Gimlin film. Well, yeah, but if you're making a documentary and you go out and find some really good evidence right out of the gate, that's kind of suspect. It is. Well, it wasn't but, necessarily out of the gate. Yeah, it don't it don't mean that the evidence was faked, but it just they had been, they had been there a few days, and right. Roger Patterson had been out for six days. Right. You know, so. Um, Independence Day, Bigfoot. Uh, what do you think about that one, Steve? Uh, I'm not sure if he means the end. Indi- I don't know that one. That's I know the, the Memorial Day Bigfoot. Memorial Day footage. That's what. And, uh, Daniel, you mean the Memorial Day footage? Yeah, finding the trackway says you got way too many guys sitting out in the woods filming hunts. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another thing that gets me. You the know, July Fourth so Bigfoot. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I know which one that is. No, July Fourth. Okay. Oh. Let me do a quick. Chris thing. is gonna look it up. <laughs> How far was the closest logging road <coughs> from the film site? PG film. Not sure. Yeah, well, see... <laughs> He says, July 4th, Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot rhymes the picnic goers. Um, yeah, the memorial footage did that. Well, uh, they were, the picnic goers were filming it across. Okay. I'll got you. I got you. Okay. That's the, the one with the, the Bigfoot va- baby. I, I think we have an answer for that one. If this is an old video... I think that was Leroy Blevins, I believe. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, the 4th of July Bigfoot uh, clear video film during... Let me tell you, if you're filming, you ain't hunting. Um, that's it. That's it. Uh, that's Jay, the, that, that, that it, it depends what you're filming. Yeah. If you're filming a... Unfortunately, finding Bigfoot, you know, some of the some of the parts, uh, Expedition Bigfoot. Um, no, you're not hunting because there's always camera people, and they're asking you to redo things. And um, but I'll tell you, you know, we've filmed and hunted many a times. And when I say hunted, uh, understand that these guys don't care if you make noise; they're not going to run away from you. Sometimes if they hear your noise. They're a primate. They're naturally curious. They're going to see what's going on before they take a hike. And uh, nine times out of ten, they already know what you're doing before you do it. Before you do it. So I, I don't think for one second that um, 
Um, you know, I, I don't think for one second that, um, you know, there's right ways of doing things and wrong ways of doing things. And yeah, there's been production crews I have that there's no way we're going to get any f- film footage. If you do it smartly, uh, like small town monsters, um, or, you know, even the monster crest crew I had, um, back in 2008, they did it smartly where they stayed in the background and let us do our thing. Um, and not interfere. They, spent the time and then would ask questions at the conclusion of things. Um, there are certain production companies that they want to ask you every step of the way, every step of the way. And that just kills it. So yeah, there's right ways and wrong ways to do that. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, you, uh, Brent brings up uh, Zasky films, Bigfoot on every item. I'm talking about Mark Zasky. Um, boy, what a strange person he is. Um, not a very nice person, apparently. Um, but um, and I have my reasons for saying that. Um, um, and that's true. Don said the the them pareidolia squatch squatches will get you every time. I don't think it's pareidolia a lot of times. I think it's, uh, you know, I gotta have some content. And you know, when again, like I say, number three is you want to establish yourself. As an authority, so you go out every time and see a Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, the Independence Day Bigfoot was the Leroy Blevins hoax. Oh, it's Leroy Blevins hoax. Okay. Yeah. He made a... Uh, see, he, he was a big uh, outspoken... Uh, critic. Critic of the, the Patterson-Gimlin film. Yeah. And, and to prove that uh, Patterson Gimlin film was a hoax, he manufactured a really good suit. I mean, you know, he, I tell you what, the Blevins suit was much better than anything I've any, any other suits that I've seen. You know, of course, most of the guys are just doing a gorilla costume. Hey, there's our good friend Chuck said, "Yep, I had to ask the Monster Quest crew to be a little more quiet in the beginning." What's up, Chuck? Good to see you, brother. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, but they were they were really really good about just letting us do our thing, and yeah. uh, unfortunately they missed. They didn't, you know. And one of the things we should have told them is keep your recording going at all times because they missed the scream we caught, <laughs> which oh, man. which you don't get too many out out where we were. So that's like me and Scott down by the river that night, and hearing all that noise around us. I said, "Did you get that?" Yeah. No, did you? <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Like, oh. It was so great. Chris, I think we're going to go for an hour and a half tonight as opposed to yeah. two hours. No sense in dragging uh, things out a lot you, tonight. You've been in the deep end of the pool quite a bit tonight. so you know. <laughs> I have, haven't I? Yeah, you- um, but yeah, we're lining up some guests and some fun stuff to do. Um. You know, and again, I, I have a real busy week coming up as well. Um, oh, yeah. Um, trying to think. Uh, I think I'm trying to, on the, the 14th, I'm going to be on the the uh, Tim Hollerns podcast, The Bigfoot Influencers. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, make sure you, you swing over to squatchdetective.com and there's a link to... Um, Tim Halloran's book, The Bigfoot Influencers. Get yourself a copy. Great read. 
in you know a pretty thick book too so yeah um, really really uh great read um good stuff and uh, I'm, I'm doing a um uh, an interview for a um western new york outdoors tv show i'm doing that uh this tuesday so oh, that'll be cool <clears throat> yep so i'm doing that tuesday they're gonna have a segment on the bigfoot or something on there or? yep absolutely they're gonna have uh bigfoot in chautauqua county okay so that's why they're interviewing me because i've been out there quite a bit so and i'm sure they're gonna talk to you know other folks too like paul matea who's uh the bfro a longtime bfro investigator out of there yeah um it's very interesting you know um and what i liked about getting back to Chautauqua, what I liked about Chautauqua was we were, um, you know, you have guys that, you know, myself included that have some evidence that some people have argued that's not, you know, what it is, but we all have some really good rationalization of why we believe it is. And as long as somebody does that and, um, you know, cause Mike Rugg had that video of, uh, the, thing running on the thermal that was phenomenal and his explanation of it phenomenal now whether it's a bigfoot or not i i don't know i wasn't there but yeah. you know i can respect that and if somebody can come up to me and explain to me why they think this may be a bigfoot like the skookum cast mm-hmm. not saying that's a bigfoot but i respect the people behind it that think it is right. because they can explain it logically And I can respect the people that logically argue against it as well. I'm not in anybody's corner on that one. I have no skin in the game. It is what it is, what it is. It's not evident. It's not conclusive evidence anyway. We know that. No picture, no video, no cast will be. There's only one thing that's going to bring it home. And that's a piece of a body or unfortunately a body itself. Or a head. Yeah, a head. <laughs> Or, or even a hand. Oh, I don't know. It could still be argued. It's, oh, no, no. You just got you got a gorilla hand there or something like that. Yeah, but DNA would take that if right you brought, If you brought the head and said, hey, this is a Bigfoot head. You know, get your DNA right right there. It is. Some just dripped out on the table. Oh, yeah. The, the head would be. But, but say one got whatever. You find a, an arm of one. Yeah. You know, well, where the hell are you going to find a gorilla arm in North America? <laughs> kind of hard to find. Well, I, um, you know, that that could be done. And that's that's why, you know, I gave Dyer credit. If he co- comes out with a new hoax, it would probably be something of that nature where he obtained a body from Africa. <laughs> or one that had passed away there from a zoo, maybe. I don't know. It depends on who you know. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a very interesting prospect there. Come on, Rick. We need a new hoax, man. Come on. One out there. Don't egg him on, please. No. Please. Please don't yeah, egg him on. I, I ain't got nothing against Rick Dyer, man. It, it oh, yeah, funny. yeah. That That's pretty good. Yeah, Dyer will find the Bigfoot in Standing's truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, good. That's rich. Yeah, that, that is rich. I like Oh, Daniel. Uh, 
Daniel, you get the shout out of the day for making us chuckle on that was good. Yeah, well, yeah, Dyer's new hoax. He found a Bigfoot. He found the back of standing's truck. <laughs> oh man. Don says I think he better up his TikTok game. Oh, by the way, Don, um, just so you know, TikTok is spelled T-I-K-T-O-K. Kids these days. Um, oh, there we are. Steve, with the answer to the trivia question of the night, how far was the closest logging road to the Patterson-Gimlin film site was about 500 feet. But that, that makes would be, sense. Would that be modern roads or the roads how they were back then? See, that's the oh, thing. see, Chris just yeah. upped the ante there. Was that yeah. a logging road or was that a regular road? Because <laughs> if it was a regular road, the question was the nearest logging road. And unfortunately, Mr. Steve CC, he would be. <laughs> Alex Trebek would not have been happy with that answer. <laughs> yeah and and that is very true 500 feet in that terrain can be a lot of work yep yeah a lot of work <laughs> and a lot of you know the same thing in the dax you get there like ooh, 500 hey, man, feet that way it's, it's a lot of work for me to get back and forth to my mailbox steve <laughs> well it's a football field and a half almost <laughs> Well, my comment would have been deleted if it wasn't. Or my comment would have been if it deleted. If it wasn't deleted, like shady work. I don't. I missed something. I did too. I missed something. I don't know. I don't know. You know, Don saying plenty close for Roger to you know meet up with the suit wearer. Well, <clears throat> you know, let, let's face it. Um, you know, people people try to stick up for Bob. Yeah. And say, well, you know, if Roger faked this, he might have just faked. You know, it might have fooled Bob. No, I'm I'm afraid not. If if this is if this is a hoax, everybody was in on it, and that's the bottom line. I. There would have not, been a lot of yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not convinced it was a hoax though. I'm not convinced. Not convinced it's real either. It's kind of like over the years I've kind of I you know, you but yeah, you listen to Meldrum and his dissertation on the Patterson Gimlin film. And God it's got me leaning, you know, a lot back to where it's kind of restored my faith in the film. But anyway, um, let's kick off here. Um, nope, got something else? I've lost it. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, good to be back. Um, and uh, very fun and entertaining show tonight. Yeah, I had fun. We need to be getting off here pretty quick, Steve. And let me thank everybody for for be, uh, being with us tonight. Uh, we appreciate everybody in the chat. 
And if we have podcast list, podcast listeners now, are you posting those up now? Not yet. <laughs> I'm going to be. Okay. So. Well, to our future podcast listeners, we appreciate you. And if it's the first time watching the show, being with the show, subscribe to the channel. Uh, give us a like. You know, punch that like button. Help us out. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. And remember, share. If you have a YouTube share. account, yeah. feel free to share the video. You know. Uh, so anyway, um, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. <laughs> So anyway, uh, on behalf of everybody here at Squatch DTV, I want to wish everybody happy and safe week. Um, you know, uh, it's the hundredth episode, Chris. Tonight's one hundred. Tonight's the hundredth episode. Wow. Look at that episode one hundred. One hundred. One hundred. So before we go tonight. Before we go, let's talk about our ad hoc phony sponsor of the show. Just one more time for the 100th episode. You got it. Are you Bigfooters thirsty out there? Well, I suggest to get a delicious, refreshing Snapple. Yes, even the most famous Bigfoot rush to the store to get themselves their favorite beverage, a delicious peach Snapple. No need to be cranky when you can just ask your loved one for a delicious beverage. Got it? Don't give me a Snapple. And don't be in such a hurry. There's plenty at the store. Get me a Diet Peach Snapple. Try delicious Peach Snapple. Don't give me a Snapple. Had to do it, folks. I, I just had to do it. 100th episode. You know, um, why not? <laughs> um, but, um, um... We crave a peach snapple now. Not anyway. really. So, yep, uh, I haven't talked to Chris about a thing yet, but there's some things coming up that are going to kind of change our post here. And I'll explain that a little bit later and in the coming weeks. But anyway, on behalf of everybody here, I want to wish everybody happy and safe, healthy week. We'll see you for episode 101, and we'll catch everybody next week. God bless everybody. Be safe. Hey, folks, you've been watching Squatch DTV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Steve Culls. As always, have a great week. Stay safe. God bless and keep on squatching.